Good morning and welcome to episode 421. On Instagram, I receive messages all the time like, Hi, can I assist you in getting more interactions and followers? Contact me if you are interested. Now, why would someone send me a random message like this? And if you've been receiving these kinds of messages as well, then why would somebody send you these random uh, messages? Actually, it makes sense because um, I don't have a high follower count on social media like my Twitter, my Instagram, and I have low followership. And so because of that, I have low engagement, or at least relatively low engagement. That's when you compare me to um, other people. So it's obvious why a social media manager or whatever it is they call themselves would look at my Instagram handle or my Twitter handle or look at your Instagram handle or your Twitter handle and start sending you these sorts of messages. That's because it looks like you need their services. So if you look at it in that sense, then it is a good idea for people like that, for social media managers or anyone for that matter, to send uh, messages out like this or emails out like this to random uh, people. It's a good business activity to do. Um, it's a good uh, way to spend your time. And actually, from a business perspective, from a sales perspective, we should celebrate them for their effort. So we have to give props to these people because it's a good use of social media to try and get new clientele, not just to uh, keep updated with uh, whatever the latest um, dance crazes or the newest fad or to follow memes or things like that. So not like those things are a waste of time because it's good to use social media to unwind, but we should remember to try and use them for business as well because after all, Zuckerberg and all the other big boys and girls out there in the space set up these things precisely so that they could create these unicorns and make tons of money. So it's not a bad idea if we try and get in um, on our own, uh, try and get in on some of the um, action, no matter what uh, social media app that you're involved on. Or should I say involved on or involved in? Anyway, so in traditional sales theory, when people do these sorts of things, all these random messages and things like that, we call this act prospecting. Because prospecting is the act of looking for new people to talk to who might be interested in your product or your service. And that's precisely what that social media manager was doing when she sent me the message. And whoever it is that sent you the message in your DM or your email, that's precisely what they're doing. They are prospecting. Now, in the old days, prospecting meant you had to go from door to door, knock on people's houses or visit people's offices or go to their shops. But now with social media, people have taken some of that activity online and everything doesn't have to be um, offline so people can prospect in the online space as well now when you are using social media as an inbound strategy it's a good thing to do now inbound is when you throw things out into the internet to attract the right kind of people or while some people say also to repel the wrong kinds of people i mean it might make sense if you look at uh, donald trump with all the stuff that donald trump was putting out um, on social media he was attracting a certain kind of person but then again he was also repelling and disgusting another uh, certain kind of person, um, other groups of people. And um, and that was a key part of his um, earlier, key part of uh, the brand. So um, you can either, the content that you put out can either attract or um, dispel um, attention. But the whole point of throwing things out over the internet, like uh, some of us do using um, the blogs, the podcasts, uh, the Instagram handles, things like that, is to attract people. So that kind of activity is called inbound. Now, the reason why I give you that background is just so that you understand what I'm about to say next, which is called outbound strategy. And outbound strategy is when you go snooping around looking for other people to talk to, which is precisely what it is that that social media manager 
um, is doing and other folks do when they slide into your DM um, that way. So outbound is uh, proactive because you are taking the initiative. You're not sitting down and waiting for people to send you a DM saying, hey, um, are you a social media manager? Can you help me with my page? You are the one who is sending messages to people saying, uh, I'm a social media manager. Can I grow your page? Can I give you more engagement? Can I give you more uh, this and this and that and that? So outbound, you are being proactive. You're taking the initiative. Inbound is being reactionary in a sense because you have put out the bait, you put out the content and you're waiting to respond uh, and ride any engagement that flows um, from that. So when people reach out like this over the internet, what they're doing is outbound, what they're doing is prospecting. The reason why I'm giving you this background is just so that if this is your first time of hearing terms like this, whenever you hear these sorts of things in a business context, you're not going to get lost. You'll be able to situate yourself. So activities are either outbound or inbound. So you can think outward facing or inward facing. And if you're going to do the outbound thing, traditionally it's called prospecting. So this way, you're not going to get lost if you're listening to another uh, business podcast or a sales podcast and you hear all of these terms. Now, I'm sure that if you're listening to this podcast, you've been engaging in some kind of activity, whether it's putting things on the internet and hoping to drive engagement back to you, or uh, you've been trying to slide into people's uh, DMs or send them um, messages. So props to you if you've been engaging in either of these kind of activities, especially if you've been trying to do something outbound and prospecting because it requires a lot of courage. Prospecting really does. And that's because nobody likes being rejected personally. And that's what you're risking when you put yourself out um, in this way. And um, engaging in this kind of activity, that's outbound activity, is important because you need a healthy mix of inward-facing stuff and outward-facing stuff for the best results because nothing works well all the time. And not all means of generating revenue, not all marketing activities are going to work the way that you want it to. So for now, especially now that we're all aware about um, how the algorithms work on these platforms, <clears throat> it's possible that right now, 20 people are calling you every week off of the Instagram handle, and that's good, until Facebook changes something about the uh, algorithm, and then all of a sudden the calls drop down from 20 a week to maybe two a week, and then you start panicking. So that's the reason why it's good to have a healthy mix. So if the number of people who are calling in inbound drops the number of messages you know drops so long as you're doing some outbound you you'll be fine you should be relatively fine or at least you're not going to be panic stricken uh if you have a healthy mix of inbound and outbound sales activities and those work together to kind of give you a uh, balanced uh, result because things ebb and things um flow so uh, if customers from inbound are low outbound might make up the difference but it'll definitely stop you from uh, panicking and uh, getting depressed. Uh, besides, all the businesses that we love and that we follow and that we buy from have both inbound and outbound uh, teams. So this whole thing of people talking about inbound only and brand only and stuff like that, it's, it's largely a myth. Because think about one company that all of us have known since we were kids and you would think that they have no need for any sales game and that's Coca-Cola. But Coca-Cola still has salespeople. I mean, imagine the big brand they have. They're the biggest brand uh, and the most well-known brand world over. But Coca-Cola still has salespeople and they still keep looking for new distributors. You think that people in their own situation would rest um, on the brand, take things easy and then focus on inbound. But unfortunately, inbound branding, stuff like that, it doesn't work in um, perpetuity. That's why you still have to uh, keep on the grind. Um, keep on hustle and that's why coca-cola johnson's and johnson's 
or even that uh, favorite neighborhood store that you have over the uh, at the end of your street that has been there for the last five years or ten years or whatever that's the reason why they're not going to rest on uh, rest on their oars they're still going to try to um, they're still going to engage salespeople every now and then because that's just the normal rhythm of things so just like you have uh, lungs and you, you breathe in you breathe out it's the same thing inbound outbound inbound outbound and that's how uh, the whole system works uh, basically so now that we have the congratulations out of the way that's for this lady who sent me the uh, message in my dm and for those of you who send messages out to people uh, we have to make one subtle point we have to examine what is the best way to go about prospecting and performing these outbound activities now remember whenever we say outbound or prospecting we are talking about going out of your way to look for customers not sitting still and waiting for them to come uh, to you so it's not an effective way to look for customers by assuming that you know what they need and if you remember this lady assumed that what i was looking for was likes and what i was looking for is engagement now the reason why it's not an effective way to assume that you know what they need is because if your assumption is wrong then there's no reason for the potential customer to keep talking to you they'll just say no thank you and then they'll uh, move on and even if your assumption is right it might seem too presumptuous it might seem too pushy and lots of people are not comfortable continuing with a conversation uh, uh, that way because um, people lock up when they are told what to do or what to think especially in situations where there's going to be spending lots of money i mean put yourself in um, uh, the uh, frame of mind of our potential brides and grooms our customers so they could be dropping anything from 200k 300k upwards just end up doing business with us and if you're just walking into the whole thing telling them no you're right no you're wrong do this do this do that trying to boss them around it's not going to be a pleasant experience um they're just going to um they're just going to lock up so let's not assume that we know what it is that people want so it's best to start the conversation by using open-ended questions and explore the vision that the client has uh, what they have in mind, the problem that they have, what their particular context is. You want to be asking questions like that. So in this scenario, instead of assuming that I had a problem, which was um, um, uh, followers or engagement, and it kind of makes sense because if you look at my handle, you just see, oh, this guy, oh, he only has uh, 180 followers, so he needs some more. So it's a rational assumption. But if she had asked a couple of questions, I mean, when she slid into my DM, if she had asked the question, changed nothing else but made it a question. Do you have a problem with getting followers on Instagram? Another question could have been, uh, do you think your lack of followers on Instagram is costing you money? Would you like more engagements on your posts? Is engagement a problem for you on XYZ, social media? Why did you set up an, a social media handle? Any of these open-ended questions could have started a conversation um, going. Now, some of you are going to say, uh, how do we know for sure that someone is going to reply to the question? And the thing is, you don't. Um, you don't. And uh, realistically speaking, only a small number of people respond. But that's not your problem. Because what you're trying to do is you're looking for people who respond. Any kind of engagement is positive traction for what you're looking, what you're looking for. And then you just keep on working your way um, down, uh, down the pipe. So that's just all you're looking for. Whoever responds, let's keep uh, moving on through there. And because let's face it when you do it the other way there's also a high response sorry a high possibility that people are going to ignore when you send a message in the dm uh telling them uh that they have a problem and that you know what the problem is because i in fact 
constantly ignore those kinds of people, especially all those people who have been uh, peppering me with messages on um, uh, Bitcoin and um, what's the other thing? Bitcoin, NFTs and stuff like that. So I just ignore them. Oh, by the way, if this is your first time listening to the podcast and you want to hear what my own perspective on these sorts of things are, then um, you can uh, scroll back past the over 400 episodes that we have so far. And there's a recording that I made uh, on... Uh, gosh, I think I had NFT in the title. I think so. So uh, if you find it, you'll find out what my own personal opinion on um, NFTs are. And hopefully you also get some... Um, education on what uh, on this whole thing about nfts so whichever way that you do it whether you assume you know what the problem is or you ask them questions you try and get them talking about what the problem is a loads of people are going to ignore you anyway so you have nothing to lose so take the question route try and ask the question now uh we ran through uh, i don't know five or six questions but you don't have to ask all these questions at the same time and you don't have to do it in an interrogation like style any one of these questions that you deliver with the right intent uh, should be enough to start a productive um, conversation. So it's not about blasting them with questions. Ask one question, you wait, let them respond, and then you can move the conversation um, forward. So if uh, this lady had tried a conversation like this with me, she would have discovered a couple of things. That number one, my goal for social media isn't likes and follows. Rather, what I'm looking for is paid speaking engagements, paid training engagements, and paid consulting engagements. That's why, that's what I'm trying to get out of social media. And this is how. So I use my social media as a portfolio to show off my body of work and my ideas when speaking to potential clients. And it's the same for uh, the photography uh, business. And that's why I've never been bothered about what the fad is or how to grow my account. Because my goal is just to have it as a portfolio. So that when I'm speaking to a particular person and she says, can I see some of your photos? I'll be like, here, this is my handle. And it's also the same thing when discussing for people, um, discussing with people rather uh, for um, training and consulting engagements. That's the whole idea. Uh, like the first uh, lady who got me to do uh, training for uh, what was that company? Hmm. I'm sorry, I can't remember the company, but I remember the action anyway. She wanted to have a look at the well, she actually did have a look at the social media before we met. And my lack of followers wasn't an impediment. But bottom line is, she saw the material. And by the time we got to our office, she was she started off the meeting by saying that, look, from what I've seen, I have no doubt that you are competent and you're going to be able to achieve, uh, you're going to be able to um, achieve uh, uh, what it is that we uh, were going to set out to do. So the whole focus for the meeting was just figuring out what we hoped to achieve with our staff. And then after that, to talk about the money. And it was one of the shortest meetings that I ever had maybe 10, 15 minutes. And for me, it was vindication that this was um, my idea works. This whole thing of using social media just as a portfolio. And um, yeah, so anyway, so if she had asked me those questions, she would have seen that that is my uh, strategy for social media is a portfolio. I'm just putting up stuff so that, um, you know, in the old days, if you were going to talk with a customer, you'd have a physical portfolio. You'd have a book with your pictures or a pamphlet with your packages or whatever. So I just put everything um online pretty much so the goal of my account is to show off my competence to show off credibility that i know what i'm talking about and that i have the knowledge base uh, to help and so because of that i'm okay with the organic traction that i get which is maybe two to five followers a month organically because i'm not focused on how many followers that i have or um but my focus is on when i talk with people 
uh, do my handles make it easy for me to close the business when I'm having phone conversations with someone or physical conversations with someone? Now, the funny thing is this. If she had tried open-ended uh, conversations and she discovered that what I was looking for was paying clients and not followers and engagement, I'm sure she probably has some knowledge base about how to solve that problem as well. But just like you, I'm not in the business of trying to help anybody sell me on anything. Because, you know, I have my own money and I'm going to allocate it how well I please and I'm not going to help you uh, to sell me. Uh, it's your own job to... Um, sell well and let's not expect our potential clients our brides and grooms to help us to um, sell them so it's possible that she also has some knowledge to help out in this regard but the thing is we'll never know because she insisted on starting off the conversation by saying can i assist you in getting more interactions and getting followers so i responded the same way that any of you would have been responded which was i said no thanks i'm good thanks for reaching out and more power to your hustle and thinking about it, actually, my own response was polite because most of you, I am assuming, would just ignore the message. In fact, some of you would not only ignore, some of you would block. Like, who is this person sending me a message? Like, where do I know you from? And um, so, yeah, so that's it, basically. So outbound prospecting is not a bad way of looking for customers so long as you know how to do it right. If you do it wrong, that's what you get. People ignore. Well, there's going to be lots of people ignoring, So, but uh, too many people will ignore some people might uh, block and some people might send you nasty messages. So out um, outbound prospecting isn't a bad way of looking for customers. It's actually good. But what you have to do is to try and do things another way to improve the chances for your success and stop sliding into people's DM, assuming that you know what their problem, um, you know what their problem is. So as a wedding photographer, uh, in the wedding photography aspect of my business, I wouldn't just uh, slide up to the bride or groom and assume that what they want is candy photography. I have to ask them and try and get a feel. Of course, if I say, do you like candy photography? They don't know what that means. But from asking questions like, uh, what is the ideal vision for your wedding day? Um, uh, do you have any kind of um, style inspirations that you're looking at? Blah, blah, blah. I'll be able to get a sense of what it is that they want. So if she's showing me pictures of brides that have been photoshopped um, on the moon, then I know that I can't work with that client because what I do is much more candid and documentary based. And I can't do all that sophisticated editing and stuff like that. So don't assume that you know what the problem is. Ask and uh, the chances of you uh, satisfying the client go drastically up. So for those of you who've been doing outbound uh, prospecting, you, I'm sure you probably didn't know that that's what you were doing. Keep on doing what it is you're doing. There's an established art and discipline behind it with principles and with rules. And there are people like me out there all over on the internet who can help you um, improve and refine these practices that you already um, are applying on your own day-to-day. Um, -day. So thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. I hope uh, the you guys enjoy the um, holiday weekend. It's uh, some Muslim festival here, I'm not sure. And we have a four-day weekend. And uh, of course, my wife is happy. She's ecstatic that she has a four-day weekend. But of course, those of you who are hustlers like I am uh, and married, I'm sure sometimes, you know, when it's a four-day weekend, you just sigh like, ah, I was looking forward to some time uh, to be able to work. And now everybody's home. So anyway, we thank God for family, we thank God for holidays, and we pray for the grace to be able to manage ourselves and our businesses um, better. So thanks guys for listening. Catch you at the next recording.